Hi guys, my name is Layla. And my name is Felina. And welcome back to the Highlander podcast. So we're so excited to be back and recording again. Yes, we are. Um, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it has. <laughs> End of second quarter. Um, I feel like a lot of things have changed since we recorded last. So uh, do you want to walk through them? No, for sure. A lot of things have happened in school and outside of school. It's been kind of crazy. Yeah, um, so we came back yeah. from break. We did come back from break, but there was, we had basically three weeks off. Do you want to tell yeah. what happened? Well, after um, a break ended, we got this pretty big snowstorm here. And I feel like it was kind of unusual. And I myself was doubting that we'd get so much snow just because, you know, they promised us like four to six inches. And I feel like it just never comes. You know, we, we get snow, but it's just not that much. Just because of the climate that we have here in Virginia, but we got a lot of snow and they canceled snow or they canceled school, sorry, for a full week right after break. So we practically got a three week break. Yeah. I mean, I think the snow was bad for the first couple of days. Like I for sure think that it was bad on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but half of me thinks they just canceled school on Thursday and Friday because of Corona and the Omicron and the big like breakthroughs that were happening in our county. I mean, the the cases skyrocketed that week and so I wonder if you know the cancellations had something to do with the snow obviously but something to do with keeping people out of school and making that winter break surge go down before everyone comes back what do you think Helena well my power went out and I mean there was a lot of snow and it was pretty icy but I do think that um it did have to do with Omicron just because during break you know people were using that time to travel and so travel really did increase the amount of cases out and you know, just people getting sick, even if it maybe wasn't that bad or they were asymptomatic, there was still a rise in cases. And so I think, yeah, maybe FCPS was a little hesitant about coming back right after that. For sure. And in my opinion, honestly, I think don't think the snowstorm could have been at a better time. I obviously, um, it shows that there was a lot of cases during that week. And I think, um, it was good that the snowstorm went that week. We got a lot of the cases out that would have otherwise been in school, which I think is great. And I think overall, it provided a better school experience coming back, having that snowstorm. So I think missing that week overall bettered us in the end, even though we missed like a week of school. Yeah, well, I definitely enjoyed it. It was really fun. And I just, I love the snow. So yeah, it was a good experience. But coming back right after, the one thing that I didn't like was how they cancel activities. Um, just because, you know, it causes a lot of, um, you know, things that students are missing. I know there were no late buses. And so just with no like after school activities and clubs, um, you know, everything was canceled. And I know that even the testing center was closed and right with the second quarter ending, I feel like it was just bad timing for that to happen. Right. And I think they did it because of COVID if um, from what I've heard, but my thing is we're all in school together and we all both, we both know that the hallways are so crowded all the time. You're like on top of each other. So in my opinion, it was not going to help if you had activities after school not to stop the spread. But also um, the athletics were still allowed to play, which, you know, is great. But why are you letting athletes go out and practice their sport and not let people who do have clubs? Because that I feel like is downgrading clubs, which for a lot of people, clubs are like that take up most of the time, like athletes, sports take up most of the time. So I think if they were going to do that, they should have canceled everything, including sports, or they should have allowed everything. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But on a happy note, we made it to second quarter and school has not been put virtual, which I know I think 
a lot of people were anticipating. Um, yes. Um, yeah, just second quarter is ending. It's yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I will say one thing though is ever since we came back from break. At our school, we have like contact tracing. So you get a slip enough to go home if you've been around someone. And before this start of break, before coming after break, that was like not a thing. And maybe one or two people you knew got contact traced. But ever since we came back, I at least know five people like every single day who get a note saying they have to go. So I think FCPS is a little more on top of it after everything has happened, which is good because I know before um, they weren't as on top of it, which which is nice knowing that they're keeping track of everything. Yeah, I agree. I think... Yeah, with like better and improved contact tracing, I think, you know, cases are definitely improving and being managed the right way. And I also think that, you know, right before break, right before we left, there was also like already an increase, like a small surge in the amount of cases. So break kind of came at a lucky time. And I think, you know, FCPS and just McLean were able to, you know, pull their (laughs) plans together and be able to just improve on all they were doing to you know prevent uh, the spread for sure for sure and i think you know on the topic of fcps preventing the spread i think a big part of that is making everyone wear masks um but as we know um glenn youngkin was sworn in as governor uh, a couple of days ago and one of the first executive orders he made was to get rid of the mask mandate in all schools which means it's up to the counties now to uh mandate masks and so currently fcps says they're still going to mandate masks they haven't said um, for how long or if it's a definite thing till the end of the school year um, but that's what they've said so far yeah and I think it was maybe a little bit of a shocking move because he did it within like an hour of getting sworn into office and he had I think about 11 executive mandates in order and um, you know the school getting rid of like the school mask mandates was one of them and I mean, personally, I do think that FCPS will try to keep it in place. I think that would be the smarter thing to do. And it just, it seems like all, like all the evidence is pointing to FCPS doing that. I know Dr. Riley made an announcement that's this morning, um, you know, just like kind of touching up on, on the decision by Youngkin and just saying that we're going to have a conversation about it and I guess kind of consider the next moves, which I think is a good idea. Um, but I just hope that this change won't really affect us going to school much just because like I've enjoyed going to school and I think it would be pretty unfortunate if we were to go back to virtual learning which I know many people do not like. For sure and I think at the end of the day I do it's been shown that masks help and I feel like if we really want to stay in person and we want to really want to just go to school I think um, you know, hopefully FCPS keeps a mask mandate for our county just because we have we have such a big county. FCPS is one of the biggest counties in America. So when you yeah. don't mandate masks, it's you're affecting like thousands and thousands of kids. So I really hope they do because I want to stay in person. And I think a lot of people want to stay in person. And I think this is the easiest way to stay in person. I mean, wearing a mask is nothing crazy. And we've all been used to it because we've been doing it since August. So I really hope they keep it and, you know, we can hopefully stay in person. Yeah, I agree. So Um, let's hope we can. And one part of, you know, being in person is that we get to work on, you know, the news magazine altogether. And it's so much better and so much easier to do it in person, you know, being able to collaborate with everyone in journalism. I know that we're recording this um, over our virtual format again, which may not be as fun, but 
No, I've, I've loved working on the first issue that we came out with the school year for the Honda and this upcoming issue. Yeah, this upcoming issue I'm super excited for. This upcoming issue, our in-depth is actually on um, seasonal depression. So yeah. it- Also talks- known as seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, and so it, you know, it talks about people who get a little um, lonely and depressed during the times of winter, which I for sure can relate to. And I think a lot of McLean students can relate to just the weather outside and it's setting at 5.30. I feel like in the summertime, if it was 5.30 and someone gave me homework, I'd be like, oh my gosh, let's do it. But now it's 5.30. I just want to lay in my bed and do nothing. And I, I, right. And I do think it affects so many of us. And in my opinion, when the winter months come, that's like the hardest months of school. And so it's really hard to suffer through this and then also have an intense amount of schoolwork. Yeah. And I think they do put a lot of, you know, like research and thought into talking about this topic, which does affect a lot of people on McLean, but may also be a little sensitive. Um, and they've been working on it for a really long time and have interviewed a lot of students, really, you know, gotten a good idea of what, or like of how seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression affects students at McLean. So, um, you know, it just, it's really, um, I think it's really interesting and I think it's a really good topic. Yeah. Me too. I just think that there's been a lot of research that has gone into it and it's something that affects us all. And I don't think some people take it into account. And I, um, I really recommend that you guys read this in depth. It's going to be super cool. So it's our issue three in depth and you can read it online when it comes out. We'll have um, an online version of it, or you can come to our school and pick it up, or we have a mailing list, which you can join and get it right delivered to your door. So there's so many ways you can read the article and we definitely recommend that you for sure check it out when it comes out, which should be soon. Um, but other than that, um, although it is the middle of the school year, uh, middle of the school year means senioritis is hitting for a lot of seniors, including myself and Paulina. It is almost the end of the first semester, which means for a lot of seniors, they've just tapped out and are just not willing to participate in school. So Paulina, what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely agree. Senioritis is already kicking in, but I mean, with people just already hearing back from colleges, I think that it's bound to happen just when you have that certainty of possibly getting into a school or not, not even just possibly, but, you know, having that option to go there as, um, you know, the school year kind of starts to wrap up. If, I know that we're halfway through, but it's kind of starting to feel like more than that. And I right? think it's just because we're seniors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like we've I already like done. It's happening. Yeah. We've already done three years of this and we just have like less than or like around half a year to go. So yeah, yeah I get how it can feel like this final stretch is just really hard. And yeah. it is. It, it's been it's been getting a little hard. Yeah. Honestly. We end school mm-hmm. and like as seniors, Pauline and I end school in four months. We end school a little earlier than the rest of the school. And yeah. as what Pauline has said, it's not like we find the materials we're learning any more boring or any more interesting or less interesting than we have in years past. It's just we've been doing this for three and a half years. And at one point, it's just you're sort of over it and you're sad yeah. to leave this chapter, but you're ready for the next one because you've been in this for so long. And I think that's how I feel. I don't know about you. Yeah, I agree. Um it just, yeah, senioritis kicks in, and I didn't really believe it at first, but I do think it's a real thing, and I do think it's coming. I mean, journalism is saving me a little. Like, I think it's just really sure. fun to be able to work on it, but um, sure. yeah, it's, it's starting. I think, I mean, all of my classes this year are interesting, and I know that 
you know, younger grades are starting to pick classes right about now. So it's interesting to hear their perspectives and hear what classes they're picking and like give my two cents to my younger friends. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's a little crazy because we're not picking classes next year and we just got our our like teachers just sent an email saying, oh, if you haven't given the measurements for your cap and gown, you'll be contacted again. So everything's sort of coming together, which is really surreal. Um, I know we've complained a lot about being seniors, but we are so fortunate <laughs> yeah. to be senior year in person and to be able to work on the Highlander and create news magazines in person. Obviously last year we didn't have that opportunity and just being able to work with our journalism friends in person has been an opportunity that we love and we will certainly miss journalism when we go to college. Um, and you know we want to like finish our year with a bang and finish our year with some great um, news magazine. Yeah, and some great podcasts. Some great, <laughs> some great episodes. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, at the same time, you know, I'll miss McLean and I'll miss everything that I have going on here. But I'm excited to kind of finish the school year and wrap it up. Especially, I think because of you know everything that's happened with COVID, it's gone a little tiring at times. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be nice to kind of have a change of scenery just to kind of help with that. Um, but yeah, sure. and I know that they picked a prom date. I think it's May 14th. It is. So I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I hopefully they don't cancel it. Hopefully they don't cancel it. Yeah, that um, would that would not be good. <laughs> so yeah. although we are excited for the next chapter and whatever, we still have four more months left of high school, which means we still have a lot more podcast episodes to make, which Yeah, a lot of reporting to do. A lot of recording to do. A lot so, of news going to happen. <laughs> yes, a lot of crazy news might happen. There might be a lot of crazy stuff to Never do. Never a boring day, I'm McLean. Never a boring day. But with that, we will end this episode and hope to come back on here again sometimes. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye.